Nom nom nom. Hey everybody. Um, what you're gonna notice now? You get a sense, don't you? You get like a, a feeling, like a, there's been a death in the family. Well, no one's died. Um, but what has happened is your bacon bad boys been a busy all week, and in lieu of you know, you've probably been looking at your iPod, your um, your iPod Touch, or your your Microsoft Zune, maybe your Android device, a Samsung Galaxy S3 Mini, um, hitting the refresh button on your podcast app. Where's the new Bacon Bad episode? Where's that? Where's it gone? And lo and behold, it hadn't shown up until till now when you're hearing this. And it's just been been a busy old week. We haven't had any time to. To get everything in, Harry uh, completely flopped it. He's not even sent in a little recording. Sean, Sean sent in some audio, um, which, I'll, which I'll pop in. I'll probably pop in it as a little Brucey bonus um, at the end because I thought it was a review of of this week. Um, it's actually just a review of three different types of garlic bread he was eating. Um, so actually, probably more enjoyable than <clears throat> what will be just me. Uh, chatting by myself um i think right at the top i'll tell you two things all right star baker this week was michael now michael's got very nice clear glasses are very in vogue now and uh you know he's on brand with fashion and he's on brand with bacon and i respect that um and we lost amelia this week and so far this this season the writing's been on the wall uh Fairly early doors, I would say. Fairly early doors um, for for everyone on the episode. So, first off, uh, I'll just do. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably do a a walk through what happened, a condensed version, if you will, um, like condensed milk, um, which is something that you can you can cook with, you can consume. So on topic in some ways. Um, so they had to make it's bread week, right? Things we know, Henry. Who's the posh one that I don't particularly like because you know I'm trying to engage in a class war. Um, he's been learning to bake just in the last three or four days, which is mad. Um, he's like, well, you can learn anything. That he's clever, and he's you know afforded the luxury of you know wealth to just teach himself to bake, isn't he? Good for him. Also, he rollerblades, and if that isn't enough to put you off a an adult male, then I don't know what is. Um, but they all had to make a basically make tear and share loaves, so. Um, he made a chicken and pesto tear and share. Now I've gone in hard on Henry early there, but he was the first one of the episode. And I'm just going to go through, um, I'm going to go through what they, what they made and then how they did. Um, Henry, he popped some charcoal in his chicken and pesto tear and share. Seems quite bold. I've never cooked with charcoal before. I've only ever seen it give it to somebody if they've had a poorly tummy or, um, overdosed. But, um, yeah, he, uh, he, he said he'd, he'd tried it. Um, Paul, who asked him if he tried it with any student friends and he said, no, he'd made it for his mum and dad. And that's probably because he rollerblades by himself and who'd want to hang out. The rollerbladers, I think at this point in time, probably lower on the food chain than the micro scooter. And as somebody that rode a micro scooter, I feel like I'm in a position to, you know, it's not nice to, to punch down, but I'm going to punch down if you roll a blade. Anyway, he made this chicken and pesto tear and share. It was bland. We had Michelle. Now, Michelle this week, this is what I always think is interesting. Week three of the Bake Off, this is when they really start to fucking get in, 
go hard on like their brand, their identity. Now, Michelle, she has upped the Welshness. This is Plaid Cymru. Plaid Cymru is very best. Everything this week is a Welsh name. Um, she's popped in some Welsh cheese, obviously, some cheese near her. Her, her tear and chair is called Cheese Night or No Sun Cause. Now, if you are Welsh and listen to this and um, I'm, I'm mispronouncing uh, these words, please do tweet us at the jerk store. Um, I'm at Ross Drummond. Sean's at White One Shits and Harry's at Harry Monaghan. Um, you can, you know, let them know that I'm bad at Welsh voice and, you know, it's nice. But yeah, so she's gone in hard with the Welsh and, they, and they've said, look, you've come up with some nice ideas here. It's all right. Michael, again, we know he's Star Baker. He's got the first of this season. He's only got the bloody Hollywood handshake, hasn't he? So that's big. Hollywood handshake, week three. People couldn't believe it. He likes his spices, Michael. He's a fitness instructor. He works in Warwickshire. He's got cool, clear glasses. And I say they're cool and clear because I've got a pair of glasses like that. I think they're maybe Ace and Tate brand, which is a nice high street brand if you're looking for a glass. Um... He makes this cut, uh, I think it's Carolyn Star Bread with paprika and coconut. Very pretty, they said. And it was a lovely, lovely red to it. Um, then we had Rosie the Vet. And obviously this week, there's all well, they, they start to add things to their identity. So we saw, as I say, we saw Michael, fitness instructor. We saw Michelle. She's got nothing other than being Welsh. Um, Henry Rollerblades. Rosie the Vet, they, they obviously... Vet's quite a defining quality in a human being, and an admirable one. But she's just been this week. They told her that she she sometimes takes home from the surgery things and then use them for the bakes. It looked like she was using sort of a thermometer that maybe they'd use for a rabbit or a you know a, a cat. And he was using she was using that just to like check on her uh, approving. Anyway, she used a brioche style dough. Paul seemed skeptical about it, I'll be honest with you. It looked like a very wet dough, but she said she it's a style dough because she'd put in a bit more flour than you'd expect from a brioche. Anyway, Prue said it tastes like heaven. Um, if you do know what heaven tastes like, if you're a believer, do let us know. Um, and Paul said it had fantastic flavours. Then we had Phil. Phil's goatee this week. I don't know whether I just hadn't noticed it yet, but it was strong. Big fan of the goatee this week. He, uh, he was hanging out with his family. He's a family man. And uh, he helps me slam dunk, um, which I thought was great. Um, I've never had anybody help me slam dunk. And uh, mainly because I played netball as a child, but um, yeah, it would just be nice to, to be a sister for a slam dunk. Maybe next week, me and uh, Harry and Sean can play some b-ball um, pre, pre-bake-off. Um, yeah, he had a beautiful flavor, as he said. Then Steph... Steph has three part-time jobs. Now, I don't know whether that was a bragging thing or sort of, you know, a social-political statement from the big office. It's on Channel 4. That's a liberal channel. But I thought it was a bit shocking. Three part-time jobs seem mad. One of them, she worked in a sort of a trainer, sort of sportswear, like somewhere that sells those. Remember those curved shoes that seemed to put everyone's back out, but everyone thought it was good for a minute? I reckon she probably had a pair of those. Anyway, three part-time jobs. She made a sun-dried tomato and bezel pasto. Flopped it, bone dry, overbaked. So that was not good. Then we had Priya. She's a mother of two. She likes to make large extended get-togethers. She did something. Red Leicester in jalapeno, jalapeno, if you will. Very cheesy. Then we had Amelia, and we know, now I've told you, she's flopped it. And she did it with this chorizo, pepper and onion. It was too thick. 
needed more time to bake. Then we had Alice. Alice is interesting. She's a uh, parents are dentists, and uh, they're like, "Oh, Alice to rebel." Double down. She said she loves sweet things. Which is a strange way to rebel. Like you can rebel about your parents. I mean, you know, but to go straight for the both their titles, I would have just probably not not flossed because that's a pain in the ass. Don't be floss. I don't floss. Um, but yeah, she's got dental parents and a sweet tooth. So she was like, she would just always smash it on the sugar, just doing shots of dib dabs on a Friday night or whatever. And she's a geography teacher now. Um, Prue seemed to enjoy the fact she said geography's underrated, which I thought was an excellent turn of phrase. Yeah, if you think geography's underrated, uh, do let us know. But she made a baklava tear and share. Now, for some reason, I've not written down what the results of that were. So sweet, she maybe, you know, maybe I passed out just from it on seeing it on the screen. So, so some sort of sugar cobra, sugar coma. And then we got David. Now, I like, normally they just, you know, so they say, you know, they're Alice or Alice. They had David this week was introduced as Super Creative David. Now, he was making some pots, sort of, sort of like a ghost style. He made a cinnamon tear and share. Um, I just liked his sort of, you know, him making the pots by the kiln. And apparently his tear and share was very delicious. A little too doughy, though. Then we had Elena, the goth. She used to live in Las Vegas. I want to know what Elena did in Las Vegas. What's this goth doing in Vegas? She would have hated the heat. Loved the aircon. She lives in Leeds now. And she made a very similar uh, cinnamon roll, but gone full in on the Americanness, pecans and a lot of cream. And she overbaked it and then uh, liked it. She got angry with Paul Hollywood. She was like, damn it, Paul, it's your fault. She was worried. So, you know, from that, that was the that was the first bit. Then we had the technical challenge. This week I thought it was a bit weird. They had to make eight white burger baps and then four veggie burgers. And that just seems like such an afterthought. It's like, come on, bake off. Of all the things to make for bread week, just bring back the octopus dough. That's what everyone wants to do. When you have to make the crazy I say it's octopus dough. When they have to do the eight need and it's a crazy knot thing, that is a sick technical challenge. And I think I'd be happy if that's what they had to do every year, because you just see the you know the the results become better and better. Anyway, burger baps is. And then the big thing was like, you know, oh, you've got to do some kneading, good bit of kneading, good proving. So I guess, you know, it's about doing the basics well. Um, got a bit of an early dig in for the vegans. Phil, obviously, slam dunk Phil, you know, Air Jordan. He was like, veggie burger, never made one of them. I'm a meat man. And... Uh, it didn't, didn't surprise me that it came out of his mouth, but there <laughs> we go. Um, and the results, Amelia flopped it. She was 11th. Phil, meat man, obviously not a good baker either. He was 10th. Then we had Rosie, Elena, Alice, Michael, Michelle, Priya. Third was Steph. Second was David, creative David. And uh, first was Henry, the rollerblader. He skated into first. And at this point is where I'd put in my notes, Amelia is out, question mark? Oh, I was right. Oh, I was right, listener. So yeah, so this is twelve minutes, and you just heard just me listening. But this is, you know, you the fans. I don't want to disappoint you. Don't want to let you down. You know, life's full of letdowns. You don't. You know, sometimes you'd be waiting for bread week, waiting for the big technical challenge. 
think there's going to be something interesting. It's burger babs. But this week, it wasn't as buns. But now they had to do, for their sort of signature, the final challenge, artistically scored decorative loaves. Two impressively sized loaves. And it just to be about the scoring. Um, now, I'd written down some notes here in hope that I'd have rapport with my colleagues here on the Bake Off. Now, unfortunately, this week, as you've told by now, as you've probably guessed by now, I'm not just hogging the mic. I'm not just ripping bars for you. I've, they're not here. So I was going to ask questions like, have you ever scored? Because I thought that'd be funny to say, because it's like, you know, anyway, I'm not going to explain a joke by myself. <laughs> by myself. And then I wrote, because um, you know, they were talking about cutting up the bread. I said, I had the question, do you think you could stab a man, which by myself into a microphone is quite a distressing thing to ask. Anyway, I apologize. These are the thoughts of a man by himself recording a podcast, and that's what you get. Um, what we've got here, we had David. He did a tribal mask trio. And then I wrote down, David's cancelled. That's cultural appropriation. You can't be doing that. Anyway, they were barely done. There wasn't enough salt. It's split. This is the thing you, you saw with the, the scoring, the slicing of the bread to make them look pretty. People fuck up the scoring. It'll expand, ruin the end product. Nightmare. Then we had Posho Henry. He had the Herb Gordon. Herb Garden, rather. And he's, oh, I would say, is, Henry is committed to wearing a shirt, tie, and jumper. It's like, we all know. Anybody that knows, knows. That bake-off tent's a hot tent. The commitment to the three-piece top is too much. I imagine he's wearing a shirt underneath there. I bet he's, he looks like the kind of guy who his mum would have made him wear vests. Anyway, good flavours in his. Not good scoring. Um, it was underproved and underbaked. And then Paul Hollywood's a little bit of a little dig at Henry. He called him Henri. And I don't know why he did that. I, other than the fact that he probably just looks like he would know French. Not there's anything wrong with that, but you know. We had Priya. She had tropical bird bowls. Could see the cuts, but not enough definition. They were baked well. Then Alice, she had a global bread. I did think she did a bread loaf that looked very much like a sort of, in the early noughties, Pika made in Chelsea. Sort of Union Jack pillows, but like looked a bit shit. One of them looked like that. Prue hammered home the fact that she loved geography again. Um, they looked good, but they were a little bit bland. Then Steph did a hand-tied bouquet of flowers. They were excellent, but didn't get a handshake. Then we had Vet Rosie exploring the exotics. Rosie's bread safari, also controversial. Can't go on safari anymore. Um, the scoring was very good. They did look... Um, like an elephant and a giraffe. I thought they looked like the bread equivalent of the Lion King musical. And that's a nice thing to look at, isn't it? Anybody's seen that in the West End? Very enjoyable afternoon. Then we had Michael, Mr. Handshake. He did a Mediterranean campfire. Um, he couldn't say Mediterranean, which I thought was quite funny. He kept calling it Mediterranean. Um, bit of banter there from Michael in the tent. Confident now that he's had his handshake. Anyway, it went all right, but it was a bit blown up. Didn't rock the boat. Which is, you know, interesting how he managed to pull off Star Baker, to be honest. Then we had Elena. She said, every day is Halloween, obviously. Now at this point, Elena had got laryngitis, which... I think laryngitis is quite a severe illness to get. I wouldn't have thought you'd have been allowed to crack on in the tent, but anyway. 
she made the, the cartoons they show of all the bread always looked pretty good Elena's looked like it was going to be incredible it was supposed to be like a cauldron and stuff the executioner just looked like it was bread she'd baked in a pot um, and in fact not good enough on the cots could have been left in the pot longer then we had Phil Slam Dunk Phil uh, Meat Man Phil he made a winner's wreath the bread was delicious um, and it helped make up for its simplicity then Michelle it was called Our Garden, but it wasn't called Our Garden, was it? It couldn't just be like My Garden. It had to be whatever garden is in Welsh. Don't let your don't let your nationality define you, Michelle. We're all you know. It's just it just it doesn't matter where you're born. That's just a natural thing that happens. You can't you can't decide that. I understand a bit of pride, but chill out a little bit, Michelle. Anyway, it was effective. Then we had Amelia. Um, she made this caterpillar transformation. The design looked good, but the baking was terrible. And then Paul, for some reason, I think Amelia's from Yorkshire, but Paul went well scouse when she was when he was talking to her. So, um, strange. Now, as I read through those notes, I do find it interesting that Michael got Star Baker because I thought, oh, maybe it was the handshake, the handshake that did it. Because he couldn't believe it. And I was a bit surprised because I thought actually maybe old Posho Michael might have pulled through, but damn the bake-offs. Um, and then we lost Amelia. She's gone. And uh, I think that's, that's that's basically, I mean, it isn't, it's basically it's what happened this week on Bake Off. It Bread Week. It wasn't a landmark episode, not unlike this episode of the podcast. But what you have got coming up now is um, Sean's Garlic Bread Review. Um, and then next week, we're going to be back with a bang. We're going to have Dairy Week, which, call back to condensed milk joke I made earlier, um, should be interesting. I, I, I don't know what that means, Dairy Week. I think that's what they said. Maybe I misheard it. Um, if I did, I apologize. Um, please forgive me. Um, and anyway, that is that is a little recap. I hope you've enjoyed that. Sorry you don't get to hear Harry or Sean. Oh, actually, we'll get to hear Sean now. Um, but you can hear our rapport, which is what you come for every week, isn't it? A bit of banter, a bit of back and forth. So what I'll do now is I'll play a bit of music and then I'll play Sean's, um, actually, let me tee up. Let me tee this up. I'm trying to be technical and it might have backfired. Let's see if this works. Get old Shawnee Ford. He emailed it in today. Uh, Where is he? You, the, just for full disclosure, uh, the subject of the email was "It's Bread Week, bitches." Bit of fun that. Um, so we'll play a bit of music now, and uh, ding, the bake off's ready, boys. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Welcome to uh, Baking Bad. Um, it's Sean here, uh, recording this uh, message on my phone. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have time to tune in for Bread Week this week, so I thought I'd do something different. And uh, so what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to be reviewing uh, three different types of garlic bread and then deciding which one's best. Um, so uh, first up, we have the garlic baguette. Uh, it was the cheapest of the three options. I think it was 65 pence for two of them. 
and it's looking really tasty got a good color to it you can kind of tell there's going to be a really decent crunch to this so um yeah let's give it a go oh that's good you can probably tell but it's got really good crunch now really wow yep i was hitting the spot that's good mm. Mm. Yep, strong start, strong start. Uh, next one's got a lot to live up to. So next up, we actually have the garlic slice. Uh, it was a pound for a ten of these in the frozen section of my local supermarket. Um, again, this is looking really appetising. Uh, it's nice to see the like little flecks of pasty throughout. Um, yeah, again, it's looking quite crunchy. Let's uh, let's let's give it a go. Oh, yep, yep. Yep, 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 that's good. It is slightly different. So you have got that crunchiness around the outside, but as soon as you get into like that buttery centre, oh, it's brilliant. It just melts, just melts in your mouth. That's really good. Oh, right. And so finally we have the, the garlic flatbread. It was the dearest of the three options, I think coming in at um, £1.50. And it's kind of more, so I'd describe it, it's more like a pizza base. Got like a garlic topping and lots of butter. Um, it's yeah, it's a lot paler than the other ones, but it still looks equally tasty. So um, yeah, let's get tore in. Right. Oh, that's very different. You can probably tell there's there's not really that much of a crunch. It's more of like a doughy, cakey consistency to that. But that is that is phenomenal. That is next level. That is oof. Oh my god, the, the flavours, the flavours right now. Um, oh wow, right, um, so I probably should wrap up. Um, so in conclusion, there were, there were three Three of them were all really good, strong contenders. Uh, I think they all kind of brought their own things. We had the crunch from the first one, we had the mixture between the crunch and the sort of the fluffiness in the middle, and then we almost got the cakey texture of the third one. And so it seems quite... It's really difficult to pick a favourite. I'd probably go for the um, the garlic slices. Because every bite, it's like a surprise what you're going to get. Bit of crunch, bit of garlic, bit of parsley, bit of butter, bit of softness in the middle. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's 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 my garlic bread review. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you next week. I think we can all agree that was amazing thanks Sean and uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the award winning podcast Baking Bad and we'll see you next week bye